This is at Trustworthy Slav. This is at Incognito, C-O-H. CRK Black.com build. This is the Fed Post. You have somewhere you can lean or sit down uh, for this uh, emotional weight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like he always just kind of has a sickly air to him anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, like this might, <laughs> I just love, he's going to be like the most, he's like, he's a fucking sickly fucking, he's a sickly fucking dementia ridden old man. I don't know how anybody is going to be able to, uh, to defend this shit. After he inevitably fucking completely recovers from this, yo, that's so true. I couldn't. The first thing I just saw, <laughs> like I just opened Twitter uh, for the first time in a couple of days, and the first thing I see is Joe Biden uh, tested positive positive for COVID, and then it says has runny nose. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, that's nothing, bro. That's what they used to do whenever like Pelosi or all these like slugs would catch COVID. They'd be like. They have a light cough, but feel okay. Feel a little tired. Yeah. It's like, bro, what are you... How is this news? How is this, like, breaking fucking... It, it just shows how much of a joke the whole thing is. Like, it's surreal that it's like... I'm looking at it now. Like, all these fucking headlines. I guess this just happened. Uh, yeah, it's like today, I think. All these fucking big-ass headlines as if it fucking matters. But, I mean, he is kind of old. I mean, maybe he'll die from it. I mean, you know, not, not saying that uh, I'd wish for that. But... Uh, <laughs> That might be interesting. Uh, <laughs> I like the language on all these articles about him. Like it'll say uh, he has tested positive for coronavirus, but then like the next sentence is always like he is fully vaccinated and twice boosted. Not like has has gotten two booster shots or anything, but is twice boosted. That's just crazy. Yo, it's, it's, I don't. What's what's there even? I don't know. It's just it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, like. Okay, so do you guys wager he'll 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 live or he'll die? Because he is, of course, you know, he's gonna fucking live, dude. He's gonna be completely fine. I think if anything, if anything, like if we really want to get like Babe Ruth calling it here, like yeah. I'd say, I mean, okay, realistically, ninety nine point nine, absolutely nothing happens here. On the off chance something does happen, they like fake that he has long COVID, and then they have that be part of the narrative for why they don't oh, love him again. Have to push him out. Ah. I can see that. I could see that. Yeah, dude. Dude, your boys, your boys calling it now. But <laughs> he's probably just it, like, like, like that's not gonna fucking happen. What is yeah. gonna happen is he's just gonna be completely fine because it's a fucking cold. Especially because, like, especially because the current variant is like. I don't know that anyone can even pretend that it's anything more than just a cold anymore. Yeah, it's like nothing. I mean, the flu does kill old people. Like the regular flu used to kill old people. And like, yeah, but this know. is not even like the flu for real, bro. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I have my fingers crossed or anything. Like right now, I mean, I'm not hoping. I mean, that, I kind of do a little bit. I'll be honest. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, like, honestly, I cringe. I cringe at like this shit of just like normie Republicans being like, and you know what the important thing in this situation is is. We're not going to be like they were. We're going to hope. We're going to pray. We're going to pray that he has a speedy recovery. It's like, oh why, bro? Like, you guys God. are getting your fucking asses kicked. Like, you should pray that he dies, you know? Like, I don't, I don't the Fucking know. bow ties. The bow ties. They, they, they're upholding civility. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do remember, uh, it, you know, Trump had COVID. And every mm-hmm. leftist was like, he's dead. He's already dead. I know he's dead. And He's morbidly acting- obese. He's morbidly yeah. obese. He's going to die. And McDonald's died and all that. And I just remember thinking, like, it's it's a cold. He'll be fine. Like, he, he's not going to die. People, But they were, like, so convinced. They were, like, really convinced. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that just passed. Like, nothing. We had just forgotten. It's just like, oh, yeah, he didn't die. Whatever. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know if Joe Biden's brain can handle taking even less oxygen than it normally gets. But that's uh, what I'm saying, though. <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying, though, because he's, like, he's different than Trump. Because Trump was, like, you know. He's lying. He's the lot. He's the lion of <laughs> Israel. I'll tell you that shit bat posted where it's the defend the lion and it's Trump with the fucking armor and shit. No, but you know Trump was a uh, sprightly. Maybe is the word. I don't, I don't know. He kind of <laughs> he kind of had a pep in his step. That's the, the centrist maybe. position right there. Is the, Trump is Trump isn't a lion, but he's not morbidly obese. He's sprightly. Yeah, yeah, say yeah, what you yeah. will about the man, he was sprightly. <laughs> yeah. He had a pep in his step. He was making wisecracks, you know, he gotchas. He, he was, he was, he was <laughs> yeah, there. He was sharp. He was sharp. Yeah, and they're like similar age, but Biden is, 
you know, if the mental state is reflective of all at the uh, of the physical state, uh, I don't know. He looks I mean, he's falling all the time. He's definitely more frail than Trump is. So there's a chance it could it could nip him. And honestly, why why even wait for like long COVID as a reason to get him out? Why not just be like, bro, he's dead. He's dead. We have to get Kamala in here. He's he's gone. You know, I don't even think be- they want her in there, though, dude. I haven't seen any of her. I mean, like every now and again, you see like her saying something stupid, but I don't ever see like they don't have her actually doing anything. They don't have her like out in any type of public way. It seems like they're just kind of keeping her like in the back room. Put a lid on that shit, dude. This is like this is the era of that man. Like, like they they they've totally put a lid on Trump so that we barely see him anymore. They have a lid on on Biden so we don't see him anymore unless it's like a completely controlled environment, like a fucking mm-hmm. vacuum. Uh, and and nobody wants fucking Kamala being seen or heard by anybody. And every and right. even when like the 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 rare times she is, she sounds like oh man. I, I'll be honest, dude. I like I saw a video of each of them recently, and like I I like didn't like it because I felt like genuine pity. Like it's not really fun to like listen to these people struggle. Oh no. It it kind of sucks. Like I, oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm like I might be too empathetic. Um, no, I'm just yeah. like this. This is like genuinely kind of painful. Like this must suck to be these people or their handlers or whatever. No, she sounds zannied up. And the last thing I remember was her like with a <laughs> group of these. Up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that's she's, not a lie, bro. That's facts. Yeah, she's a uh, you know a bourgeois liberal white woman for sure to the core. Like, she's zanned <laughs> up. She's on all types of shit. But she's just, I remember, the last thing I remember was her with a group of, like, these kids and talking about space. And she was just talking in, like, a weird tone. And, like, and space is so, like, vast and wonderful. And it's like, why are we seeing this? And all the photos of her walking around, you know, it's, it's like, but they've been, they kept her more in the tuck than Biden. I mean, I guess they have to, but, like, she was really fucking buried. She wasn't even paraded around, really. To be yeah, fair, she, though, she anytime like anyone's talking about space, they sound retarded. So, uh, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, anytime anyone's talking about shit that ain't fucking real, they actually sound like a fool. I am not taking the bait. I am not taking I the mean, bait. I mean, shit, Do bro. It. Do it's it, been man. popping off recently with the fucking telescope and stuff. I know oh, it's with a the little fo- bit. With, the, with that close-up picture of someone's countertop? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Marble countertop. That's what you mean? Sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm just fact-checking you in real time. <laughs> no, that's for real what it looks like, dude. Or like some type of spray paint art or something. Yeah, the space propaganda. All right, we'll, we'll we'll save that for the for the bonus for the for the, for the real heads for the real heads who, who want to hear that. But uh, but yeah, I mean uh, uh, I mean all right. I mean if Slav's gonna say that he's he's gonna live through it, I'll just I'll just for fun I'll just wager that he dies. I'll just wager. I'll, you know, uh, I'll, I'll just put five Patreon bucks that he dies. Five uh, knee bucks on it. Five knee bucks. Why not? Uh, let's, let's make it interesting. Uh, maybe in a week we hear that he dies, or two weeks. I think it's with, I think it's more within the realm of possibility than than you guys. Uh, it sounds like you guys think it is. But, well, yeah, uh, I mean, because because you're the resident lib, so of course you would say that. But uh, <laughs> he die? Is that what they want? <laughs> the libs want yeah, him you're to die? scared of the virus and everything. No, 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 no. That that you think that he could die from it? Oh, Dude, he doesn't. He doesn't have anything like like wrong with him respiratory wise. No, like, I think he's fine, bro. He just put out a video like. And he looks the most lucid that he's ever appeared. Well, so, I'm just trying to make it. He's not going to die. I'm just making it interesting. Bro, I'm brother COH, I got a little, I got a little pushback on that. I think I haven't watched the video, so I don't CGI know. CGI video. Well, I think it would be reasonable to say that they would have recorded a video like that ahead of time. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, Bro. for sure. When Trump had it, like there was a video of him on the lawn, and everyone was like, "This is CGI. He's dead." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's mad funny. But uh, but yeah, I'll just make it interesting. I'll wager he dies. He probably dude. I think play. I think I think we should actually do a bet, and the bet should be like whoever loses needs to like read read some like lib cringe on Mike or something on an episode. Oh, God. <laughs> like like oh, something God. like that would be funny. I don't have an idea of it at the ready right it's like now. like the yeah the chapel reading or whatever. Like <laughs> find some horrible shit to read. Like right, right, right. exactly. Hey, we could just literally read uh, a transcription of a chapo episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be the equivalent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, anyway. Actually, oh, go ahead. Huh? Sorry. No, no, you go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, anyways, I don't, I, I guess that just happened today, right? The Sleepy Joe got, got the coof. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like today or yesterday, I don't remember. Everything kind of flows together. Yeah. It was today. But I, I, oh, now I'm remembering our other wager, the monkeypox. I think I won that bet, Slav. Monkeypox is still, still going. It doesn't it's, have a lot of juice. It's, it's got still no legs, Like, it's, it's just got still no around. Legs. They're still talking about it. I think they, like, had some major announcement of, like, this is emergency or whatever. Like, I mean, I think they've done that twice or three no, times. No, I now. think, I, I think you're right. Though I don't want to, I don't want to claim an L for this one because I think it's just on a technicality, really. Because like, because because monkeypox isn't really a thing, not even in like the, not even in like the the psyop markets, right? It's more just like, and I don't know, maybe I should have seen this coming. Maybe we did see this coming. I feel like monkeypox is basically just, it's like the simmer setting for lib pandemic. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like it keeps us thinking about it. It keeps that vocabulary fresh in our minds. Right. Right. right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone's just out looking for the next fucking pandemic now. Yeah. Well, I, I still think- won. The, I still won the bet though. Technically I still won that. Cause we said, we said, would they still be talking about it? And after I got back a couple months later, it's, it's, oh, yeah, talk, no. it's like in the news. Is yeah, it no, still out there? You're right. So I'll read. Uh, I'll read a transcription of a Chapo Trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, we got to do it. Talk about fucking uh, you know uh, jet ski salesmen or something like that, and how they should all oh, be God. putting gulags or something. Gulags. I, I don't fart it. Uh, yeah, but it's, yeah, dude, fucking, you were right. We are talking about monkeypox quite a bit more than I thought we would be. It's still like basically all gay men right i saw a little bit about like pregnant broads were getting it um really but like like not like over 90 percent of the cases are all gay dudes right they're trying to argue that it might be airborne of course obviously but yeah there's photos of like a line in new york city of like a long line of gay men just waiting for the monkeypox vaccine Wait, <laughs> you know really? it's like they're waiting for a club like a gay club they're getting bounced by the bouncer up front this is what it looked like what's uh but uh, but yeah, well yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully we'll we'll see how that goes. But the real dude, we should just keep like, a Fed Post podcast betting pool going. All yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, why not keep a matrix? But uh, but yeah, I mean, there he like you know, there's the monkeypox thing, obviously. But like now, you know, they're talking about like you know, Biden issued a state of emergency over climate change. So I haven't uh, seen anything about this. Yeah, I haven't seen much either. I don't know if COH has, but like he just declared it was like for a week they were like rumors that he's gonna declare it. And then he declared it, which I don't know what the fuck that means. You know, what does that mean if you declare it? But he declared it officially that it's an emergency. So I mean last I checked, it's been an emergency for thirty years, right? So like I'm still waiting for the world to to flood and end and you know, all that shit. But uh it's just some more stupid bullshit where they're just like making some sort of symbolic movement or stance on something. Well, no, man, uh, like an emergency is fucking how they were basically able to fucking halt the fucking constitution for COVID measures and shit like that. And how they were able to roll out this fucking unsafe vaccine. So, I mean, like, uh, uh, I don't think he's saying I don't think he's declaring a state of emergency, an actual one. I think he's declaring that it's an emergency. Well, I'm I think looking that's at the, head- the language. I, I'm looking at the headlines, and it's just preempting it. Uh, it, it. Biden announces plans to deal with climate emergency, and so yeah, I guess you are right. It's 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 like they're yeah no, it's not it's not uh, it's not a, 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 a technical emergency duration. No, but you're saying that that's that's how they like create a state of exemption or whatever. Yeah, exactly, and that's like that. I mean, like literally, like legal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if the if the COVID uh, emergency, you know, goes away, uh, you know, they're they're not. I don't think they would be able to continue shilling these fucking vaccines uh, or any number of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which you know is probably the point of the fucking monkeypox psyop still, right? Um, to just keep that in people's minds. But yeah, yeah. no, I mean. Fucking hey, dude! I see this is the same fucking thing as uh, as the you know people should stop using AC shit that you guys were talking about. Oh god, yeah, yeah, that's all linked. That's like that's a thing that they're saying is like, oh, you know, Europeans don't use AC. That's just an American thing. You know, <laughs> it's like what? Like maybe I guess, but like I don't know. I remember seeing shit like people being like, you know, the heat wave is gonna kill a bunch of like 
old people and poor people who don't have AC and they need like public cooling centers or whatever. What the fuck happened to that? Is that yeah? And then they turn around and say, "You don't need to use it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's how it all goes. It's all yeah. like you know. At one point, it's like, "Oh, we need to do this for the poor people." And then it's like, "Oh, actually, what the poor people want is like, uh, you know, everything that they want is secretly like uh, American supremacist or some like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, exactly. They're like, they're like oh wait, we, we need to do fucking global austerity. So actually, uh, ACs for chuds. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're keeping the people down that don't have AC by using your AC. So you gotta stop using the AC. Right. Which, by, which, by the way, like the whole like old, like poor old people dying because of heat waves is like completely fucking true. Like the, yeah, the yeah. area that I live in, you know, we get beastie ass heat waves uh, in the summer these days mm-hmm. now. And, uh, you know, nobody has AC around here. Um, it's just not it just hasn't been a consideration up until the last five years, maybe. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like when there are really big fucking heat waves, like, yeah, fucking poor old people fucking die, dude. That, yeah, yeah, that's a thing right. that that absolutely happens, you know. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's like 100 degrees around here. I mean, there's like a global heat wave, I guess. But like in New York, it's like 100. And unless you're in a bougie apartment with central AC, most apartments don't have it. So you have the window thing. But the window thing is like. I've been in small ass shitty apartments with the window AC and that shit does nothing. Like absolutely like it, you're just fucked if it's really hot. Uh so like, you know, it just it's just it's just funny that, you know, they're going to paint it that way. I mean, they're going to paint running water and hot water and electricity as like chud mindset obviously. Mm-hmm. They have to paint that as <laughs> like, that. What you think you're better than people in Africa? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Of course. I think I remember when the Texas crisis was going on uh, with their like roads getting fucked over by the storm or whatever and the plumbing and all that. They were just like, uh, you know what I mean? It's just shit like that. Like they're they're, they're just going to dismiss all that stuff. It's like basic infrastructure stuff entitled or whatever. But but well, yeah, yeah, I mean, all like, of that, all of that fucking Texas shit just became like uh, it just it basically just became like. It's not about any kind of solution. It's basically just like penance for the chuds for voting in the wrong people. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And Ted Cruz fled the state. I remember that. <laughs> <It> was <funny. laughs> right. He's on vacation. Right. <laughs> Very funny uh, situation. But yeah, I mean, the climate stuff is definitely the spiritual successor to, to COVID more than monkeypox for sure. Um, well, I mean, I guess it's the predecessor if you really think about it because it's older. Um, but yeah, there's some like some Project Veritas video that's circulating again that I think was from a year ago where CNN director was like talking to one of the Veritas like bo- uh, like baddies journalists or whatever who like seduced him. And it's just like, yeah, you know, we're COVID. The fear factor wasn't long lasting enough. We have to switch it for climate. We're going to start going to climate because that's going to last longer. COVID. Dude, you guys are like, I, I like I like I like hate to say this, but part of me is like, dude, we ain't seen shit yet, dude. Like like the like what we saw with COVID is just gonna be like a fraction of what we see with climate change. Because like I mean it's like it's it's like it's it's already just like a total eschatology for normies. Like like mm-hmm. it's like not at all uncommon, at least at least where I'm at, like fucking coastal lib areas to to find a lot of people that are like, I'm genuinely choosing to not have children and plan for a meaningful future because the world is going to end. Oh yeah. And like, that's fucking wild, dude. Like, like, you know, uh, is it, is it totally valid and reasonable to not have children? Like, you know, like, like CRK, right? Like just, just not wanting them. That's totally fine. Right. Uh, there is something seriously wrong. Oh yeah. With, uh, with feeling coerced. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, well, I mean, the really sad thing is then you can just kind of wonder, like, you know, like if that wasn't the case, like, would you really like to have kids and like bring people into the world that are Mm -hmm. like this reflection of you and the person you love and you know, that, that will be really exceptional. That'll bring your life meaning. Like, would you have otherwise done this? You know, like, I don't know. It makes me fucking really sad to even talk about it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's also just kind of a dime a dozen to, to like look at discourse generally and people 
people at, when they get to the end of their rope and they just get to the the point in an argument where they just throw their hands up it's really common for normies to just be like oh well whatever like everything's fucked anyways the world's gonna fucking end yeah um yeah man i mean i feel like i feel like covid was just like the appetizer no yeah i had i had an old i was digging through my old tweets of like climate lockdown shit because i remember uh, Dirk or someone had like shouted me out and Paul Yield, who I think that's his name, was like, oh, there, CRK and Paul are getting very close to some I told you so is about COVID. And the, the article's from Market Watch and it's like March 2020 and it's saying like, no, not March 2020. Was it? I don't know. It was sometime in 2020 and it was like why we need climate lockdowns too. And that was the first time I saw that phrase. And obviously, you know, they're always testing the waters, just like academia. In journalism, they're testing the waters of different ideas and how it's received or whatever. And like that just stuck with me. And it's like, you know, I, I never was super skeptical of climate change until COVID. And then mm-hmm. it just kind of all made sense. And I, I had some old ass tweet from like 2021 where I was like, you know, fearing about a pandemic is one level of fear. But fearing about like apocalypse is like it's just viscerally on, on another mm-hmm. level. So yeah, it gets to it the core sense. of your being because it takes away the essence of what to live for because it takes it's, away the future. Exactly. Like, like, like I yeah. like, I like use the term eschatology, like really specifically because like it is like, God damn, I don't want to do the, th- like the, the cliche of just like what we've been doing lately, which is just like every episode becomes about religion in some way. But, but like the place I don't know, man, like that climate change, the problem of climate change, it, it literally is like spiritual. You know what I mean? You you've taken people's reason for living, how they conceive of themselves, it like how they contextualize their own existence, the part they're playing and everything, the part that their future plays and everything and their their role in this like grand experiment and, and thing that we're all taking part in. It's like it is spiritual. It's a new mm-hmm. religion. And I don't know, man. Sometimes. I, I, yeah. And I, I was skeptical of it before COVID for sure. Um, but it's definitely kicked up into overdrive for me. And I was talking to my girlfriend about this the other day. And I, I'm curious if you guys can relate or if I'm just being kind of retarded, like, dude, these days, like, I don't even know what climate change means anymore. And like, hear me out because I just like, I think about it and it's just like, it's just an umbrella statement for just bad shit in the environment happening. Like, I don't, it's not any one thing, you know? And, and, and like, and when I, tr- when I kind of start to think about it and I want, I want to have it be a little bit more defined and a little bit more uh, contained to one specific thing to have it have a little bit more coherence. I, I like don't know that there's a way of conceiving of it that actually is coherent and focused. Like, is there like, am I just wrong? Like, does climate change mean anything? Or is it just this really broad umbrella statement that's really, really abstract, that basically just means like, something weird happened in the environment, and therefore, the future is gone? Yeah, it's definitely a, just a big abstract framing, really, because uh, it was first what global warming and then it was no, no, no. Technically, it's it's climate change because I global warming was too specific. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, and, and even that in itself was like that was just the the label that they put on to a broader set of things, and then they found out oh well, this label doesn't even actually come to really explain this broad set of things that we've tied together, and so uh, we just got to change it to something that is just basically non-falsifiable. Like yeah, climate change, it's changing, shit's changing. Um, I don't really on this issue. I'm. I think I kind of pitted a little bit against you guys because I don't personally question uh, climate change as far as like the fact that there is climate catastrophe that's being driven by uh, human causes. I don't think that it's all everything that's happening is just like directly like oh humans are terrible, uh, dirty little creatures that don't know how to. Uh, you know, take care of things around them. So they just consume until everything's gone and it's just blackness or whatever. I don't really take that stance, but I definitely think that we're 
producing and living in a way that's not in harmony with the natural state of being uh, or with like the will of God or nature. And I think that ultimately it's leading to a lot of problems that are arising in our in our world around us. And I think that we are exasperating them and that we are driving a lot of them. Um, but I don't think that like, I am more skeptical of the framing and more skeptical of like how it's used rhetorically and what's behind the framing, right? Like it's like more so like degrowth rhetoric and degrowth rhetoric is more so aimed at the lower classes of individuals. It's a very individualist framing. That's the stuff that I'm most, most skeptical of. And it's the same thing with the COVID. Like I obviously COVID exists, right? There are people getting sick from COVID. There were people dying from COVID. Right, uh, right. Are they overblowing it? Absolutely. Are they linking things to it that don't actually cause it uh, and aren't really linked? Yeah, absolutely. Are they trying to use a wide field of data points in all these different directions to draw a picture of one thing that's grand and dangerous? Yeah, but like, does that mean that the thing that they're basing it all around is completely just false? No. The reason why it has any type of power in the first place is because they're speaking to something that is actually materially there, and then they're just using that framing like this, like in a very deceiving way. I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll, to tell you the truth, I don't know that the three of us do disagree on this at all. To, to be honest with you, like I think right. that environmental stewardship is cool and good, and like I think that there's a ton of environmental uh, crises going on all over the world, uh, and I think that they're and that a ton of them are man-made or are the cause of, of, of human civilization, industrial society and its consequences, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I think that that's something seriously to worry about. And I think that there's a number of them that there's credible reason to think that they'll be, that they'll have like paradigm shifting impacts on the way we organize and live our lives. Um, it's just, I don't know that the complex of climate change where it puts it all under one roof and it makes it all one thing is legit. Now, what I mean by legit, I guess I don't really know, but I don't think that any of us actually disagree on this in any meaningful way. What do you think, CRK? No, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, I think we, you know, I think we all agree about COVID and and climate change on this regard of like, none, we're not, uh, we're not on the level of being like, there is no virus. There is no change in the climate. Like we're not on that. Some people think that we're we're definitely not on that level. I mean, like I've said before, like if you're really old and you got a secondary condition and you do some cost benefit analysis that you feel like you want the vax, I don't really blame you for that. Sure. I mean, you, you know, you, you make that decision on your own. The fact that they mandated it and fired people. Obviously, there were other intentions besides just like, hey, there's this thing in case you want it. It was clearly like a, a plan in my mind, a pandemic mm-hmm. of sorts. But mm, uh, if you will, but yeah, yeah, if you will. But, uh, you know, and, and climate change. Look, I mean, you know, the rate of industrialization, uh, tech, the advancement in technology is exponential. So obviously the rate that we've been, you know, developing is pretty insane. And this guy, I'd understand that this is unprecedented in the in the world's history. If we're just looking from the perspective of of planet. Uh, so I'm sure that there's some effect in you know, temperature and greenhouse gases and all that. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's raising some sea levels. I'm sure it's affecting the economy as a result of that. I'm sure. But, uh, you know, the thing that comes with this is always apocalyptic uh, talk. Yeah, it's always that's always the undertone of like, hey, you know, we're trying to warn people and they don't know, like we're all going to die in 10, 20 years or it's irreversible in 10 years. I remember AOC said that like, couple years ago was like we're gonna hit the point in six months where it's irreversible and you Mm -hmm. know that just came and went nothing fucking happened and she's still acting like it is reversible so it's like wait yeah still fundraising on it like it is yeah and and you know that's the thing right like you know maybe people i don't know if anybody listening to us disagrees with us about covid but maybe you do hypothetically and you know but you see all these fucks like gavin newsom or all these fucking people you know partying indoors and acting like there's you know saying we need to mask up and they're they're not doing that i mean like chris jenner was recently in the, i think it was chris jenner or whatever one of the, no no one of the fucking kardashians i forget her fucking name the younger one whatever kylie she's like uh got in trouble because she took a jet a private jet for like a 15 minute flight oh i saw she, an article about that actually yeah i didn't read it i didn't know who it was but i saw the headline that was like 17 minute flight question mark or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Obama's like buying beachfront property and like people like, you know what I mean? Like people that mm-hmm. talk about 
or, or DiCaprio's like a climate change guy. He does that fucking don't look up movie. Again, it's <laughs> an apocalyptic tone. There's a fucking like a comet literally hits the earth at the end of the movie and kills. Bro, everybody. I watched the ending of that movie. Like I, I, I watched it and it made me fucking sick. <laughs> oh, I, they had like a religious moment. They had like a prayer, a table prayer, and they were like, it's "We had it so good." Temptable, dude. Like it's fucking it, like that movie's. <laughs> I it, just to like schizo post a little bit. Like that movie's fucking evil, dude. That shit's fucking <laughs> evil. The message that that movie ends on the entire fucking thing is evil, dude. That shit is a demonic presence coming through people's fucking televisions. Don't fucking watch that movie, dude. Yeah, Fuck I have not shit. watched that garbage. Or, or, I, I mean, I do. Like, I mean, whatever. Watch the movie and laugh at it. But, like, that shit's fucking... It's evil, dude. I saw some cringe scenes in it for the... You know, but I haven't watched the whole thing. But, uh, but I did see that last one. There's, like, a pastor at the end. And, again, you know, I keep saying, like, that, that point the right makes of, like, you know, the, the lib ideology is like a religion. Uh, it really is. I mean, there's the end time. The difference is there's no afterlife, which is a, a, a big uh, difference, I guess. But the like, difference is there's there's no life in the first place, dude. There's well, when there's when there's yeah. no when it's when it's all in time and there's no future and there's nothing to live for and it's all uh, that we are, you know, these like just dark creatures that are just consuming constantly and that's all that we're here to do. And then life is just going to be ending in one big just fucking you know consumption implosion or some shit and that you know we're we're just gonna fuck up everything around us and every species on earth is a victim of us and all this when you have a mindset of that and that the people around you are also that and also these you know evil beings that are destroying the world and all its beautiful majesty or whatever then you're just going to have no sense of life in the first place it takes away what you're living for and so it's not that there's just no afterlife there's no meaning there's no life there's no joy and being in existence uh it's really yeah it's in the, it's it's a really dark place to be coming from and i know that because i feel like i mean for a while as a teenager and stuff i uh i kind of I, you know, I believed that i took that to be true like oh you know we're basically nothing matters we're all fucked it's a very nihilistic way of living oh, yeah. and it's not i don't think it's healthy and i think that it's deeply deeply wrong and it's really sad yeah it is sad to see Honestly, I'll, I, dude, I'll be honest. I had the exact same thing now that I think about it happen with climate change as I did with COVID, right? Which was, you know, you guys remember like in the beginning of COVID, all the dissident people were like taking it really seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it was, it flipped, right? The people I mean, the that right. Were, the right was like had the bug out bags and all that. Yeah, I mean, some people on the dissident left. So there's horror images coming out of China. So, I mean, that's really, that's the yeah. bag, right? It was bigger on the right, but, like, just people generally, right? Like, be, like the, I guess there isn't a dissident left. You guys get what I'm saying, right? It's just yeah, basically yeah, yeah, the yeah. dynamics now were the opposite, right? Right, right. And I remember... Which makes the, sense because the, the news was, like, saying it's not a big deal. So it's like, if I was the anywhere news in the is, conspiratorial mind, you'd be like, okay, so it is a big deal, which makes... The news sense. is saying it's not a big deal. Right. And, like... And it was an it was an unknown thing, right? And so right. just the arithmetic of it, it's just like, well, I should I should treat this, you know, I should operate on if there's a one percent chance that this thing will kill me, I should I should probably operate on that chance, right? Um, anyways, so like uh, thinking about that, like I, I remember I remember I fucking in the very beginning, it was like it was really early on, really really early on. I fucking got myself super stressed out about it going to the grocery store, right? Because um, I like went to go get groceries for an older family member. I remember I, that. Yeah, I, you were being I think nice I talk- and hoping out. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think I talked to you guys about this shit, and I, yeah. and I got so fucking bugged out. I got a borderline panic attack about this shit. And then just like that day, it was just like turning a corner where it was just like, oh, but I like need to go to the store still. Right, and I like right. need to function. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to die or I'm not. So right. what the fuck? You know what I mean? Because like, this isn't functional. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and like this place I'm existing in right now, it's just so much. Like I'm just thinking about it really rapidly, taking it all to its logical conclusion. And it's just like, well, I'm not going to kill myself. So like, I might as well just, just, I'm just going to act whatever. Right. And and that's basically the exact thing that I had when I was when I was uh, uh, much younger with climate change. Right. Is you just have that like you have that one moment where you just take it all at face value of just the absolute fucking doom saying that people are selling you on. And it's just like, oh, oh, okay. so I'm either going to kill myself right now or I'm not. 
and you get super overwhelmed and you're like, well, I'm not going to kill myself. And so I'm just going to fucking, I'm just going to just move on from it. And then slowly over time, I felt like I actually did revisit it with a much more critical eye, which I guess didn't really mm-hmm. take that much. Um, and, and then that's, that's kind of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like that's the, the flip side, almost like a horseshoe effect of like really, really, really intense emotional psyops is that the thing you will also run into is just because it's so emotionally powerful and potent, it's going to just max people out yeah, really people fast. burn out on it. Yeah. And, and a lot of the time that's just like a fast track to, to, you know, people have to come up for air and then maybe after a while, after they've come up for air, then they're, you know, open to the idea of hearing out people saying it's bullshit. And then one thing leads to another and people are seeing that it's bullshit. Um, yeah, that was the experience I had with, with both of them. This is just I'm like, glad. dude, you can't, you can't maintain this. Right, right, right. And that's a, that's actually like a thing in therapy for like uh, conditioning therapy, not like talk therapy, but like therapy for like phobias. Mm-hmm. Like they, they get you in near your stimulus that uh, causes the irrational fear and they let you like go max heart rate and they let, like just hold it there and they let you burn out because you physically cannot mm-hmm. sustain that level of anxiety. Like you, you, the cortisol, your heart pumping, like these are meant for emergency situations like flight or flight, uh, fight or flight. So you're not meant to sustain that obviously you, you're gonna hit homeostasis or whatever so you know they do that in therapy where like you get exposed to it and eventually you calm down and they just keep doing exposure until you you have a you know less intense reaction and i mean covid like over two years i mean there was a point where i'm fucking hearing libs and fucking you know bougie ass hipster brooklyn saying like oh yeah who cares about covid anymore and it's like what like you were the ones fucking tripping out and but you know it's that's the thing is like you know people get it everybody fucking got it and fucking lived through it all all these people would be like bro you know this person has covid this person has covid they act like it's a death sentence i'd be like all right like relax and they'd be like no dude it's really bad and of course everybody wants to get like sympathy and everybody wants to say like no dude it's really bad but you know months later everybody's still there like you know i mean i'm not saying nobody died from it but like younger people like our age like fine completely fine but uh but yeah, it's not sustainable. And that's why they have to swap out this COVID psyop. I mean, I thought it would last longer, honestly. But, uh, you know, I mean, when it started, they said two years. And coincidentally, on a dime, it stopped after two years. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I they have to switch to something else. And like, this, this is this. I mean, the terrorism thing is what informed me about the COVID thing. The war on terror psyop, like the fear that was there, disappeared. That's what informed me about the COVID one. I'm like, oh, this is the same same language, the war on COVID. And the, the climate thing, too. The climate thing is like... The war it has on the same, climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it has that same level of, like, fear and intensity. And I'm glad you brought that up, Slav, that thing, because, like, there were a couple, like, early episodes when you, like, called me, like, kind of, like, schizo. You, you were joking around a little. But, like, I, I remember being, like, kind of, like, irritated or whatever. But, like... <laughs> Honestly, like there was a point where I was scared of COVID. That's the truth. I don't think everybody was like, I, there was like, I think it was like early February. Mm-hmm. I just was like, or there was an emergency declared. And I was just like, what the, f-? I, I think the sh- the visual just shocked me. It was like, holy shit. There's people like long lines for the groceries. Like what the, f- what the fuck is going? It felt like a movie. I was like, what's going on? And other people being afraid makes you afraid too. It's like, there was, there was a, a certain period where I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was sick. So I was like, you know. But, you know, and climate, too, I believed I believed climate change for like the longest. But, you know, uh, it's still real, obviously. But like, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of power in fear. There's a lot of power in fucking fear. A lot of it's so powerful. It's the most powerful thing, if anything. Uh, Besides but, horniness. You know, yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Dude, I think it's interesting, this line of, of thought that we're going down, because it also just reminds me, I was going to say earlier, my like big, I guess like the, the best way I can put my issue with climate change as a concept is it's like, you know, if you're super fucking depressed or we don't even need to go that extreme. If you're if you're if you're really depressed or you're just like really stressed about something, right? Like, let's say you have a fucking project for work or school that you're like, that you're really overwhelmed by. Right. And like, you're just taking all of the issues that you're, that you're faced with all of them. And they're disparate and they're totally different things individually. 
and you just let them all meld into one big abstract like cartoon anvil floating over your head like those those veins of thought those those patterns of thought is when you do get into that headspace of just being like this is totally insurmountable i should fucking kill myself dude like this is this is too much like, I mean, that's like, that's what it is. Like, when, you know, what I'm talking about is just like being super depressed or something. Right. And yeah. to me, that's what climate change is. Right. Yeah. Is it's like, um, uh, it, 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 it's, it's taking all these disparate things and putting it, taking all the shit that's bad in your life when you're depressed and putting it into one, uh, singular, uh, totemic thing mm. and uh, this monolithic thing. And, and, and it becomes completely unmanageable. It becomes completely yep. unmanageable, dude. Yep. And that's when the doomerism does come in. And and it's not just out of, like, emotional well-being or anything, too. Like, it's also just, like, think about it from the, the, the standpoint of being someone that actually wants to fucking do something about these disparate problems, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the wildfires in California, right? Uh, fucking managing underbrush doing controlled burns yeah, cleaning yeah. up areas and uh not continuing to have these fucking companies that are doing these huge fucking housing developments where they're putting in cheap ass fucking shrubs that are like gasoline for fires mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. apparently that was a big fucking thing with uh fires going on in central and northern california um that that level of nuance and and complexity is what these issues actually call for as opposed to like a two word term and concept that includes everything on the fucking planet earth yeah yeah it just just it just pretty much makes it abstract kind of mystifies it and it's almost like you're making the the example of depression and it's almost exactly the same with depression right it's like uh you know you could just have a sober mind and realize oh there's a bunch of these different things in my life that are going on that i could be better at i could address in a better and healthier way Mm -hmm. Uh, and you could get to work doing those individual things and it would probably make your life a lot better Uh, or you could say oh well i just have depression and you know then it's like well there's no cure to depression i guess i could get on some medication and do nothing uh kind of wallow in it uh kind of give up the fact that i could just really do something about it and it it, yeah it leaves you in a way that you're like powerless instead of actually seeing the seeing the pieces that need to be put into place in the first place exactly dude like anybody who's like had a hard time at one time or another with like being depressed which honestly these days feels like almost the majority of people like it is a gift it is like a blessing to be able to do that shit where and and it not every situation is like this right sometimes it is like a hole that you really just can't fucking dig yourself out of no matter what you seem to be able to do but in most cases i'll have the hot take of saying in most cases like it's a blessing to be able to just go holy shit there's this huge there's this huge hydra of just like all the bad shit in my life that that my brain wants to put into just like one big lump that i can't possibly climb over but like just you you limit it to like i'm gonna take two quantifiable simple steps today and like it's a blessing when you fucking take those one or two steps and you like literally just feel better uh in some way Mm -hmm. you know you know what i mean um and 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 it always is we not always but like it is this really surprising shocking thing to be like oh when i when i just like put some kind of framework on this that simplifies it into i can do a b and c feasibly in an in an afternoon and mm-hmm. that's going to put me a little bit further ahead and it fucking works dude yeah and yeah like environmental stewardship taking responsibility and care for the fucking beautiful natural world around you that is like profound and meaningful. And whenever I'm out in it, it feels like it's nourishing to my soul. Mm-hmm. Like that's based and good. And like reducing that to um, those anxieties and worries you have about it to like simple measurable steps, go pick up some fucking litter you fucking piece of shit mm-hmm. or like, or go fucking clean up a fucking ravine in your area, dude. Mm-hmm. That shit is good. And that shit will make you feel good. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're, you guys are making me think of a couple of things like with the nihilism and the depression thing, like, you know, 
I've I've definitely had a lot of depression even like before all the lockdown shit or whatever, uh, just chronically or whatever. I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of whack to say that shit because like the the term is so cheapened or whatever. But like it does it does make me think like there because it's now like a commodified identity. Oh yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. And and it's it's like people people say that if they just feel bummy for a second or whatever, uh, as opposed to like chronically or whatever. Uh, but like there, there's a thing I, I remember from like like psych stuff was like you know say you, you you like globalizing your thinking of like you know instead of compartmentalizing things like something goes wrong or you did something wrong instead of siloing it as like damn i fucked up today in this one instance on this one regard the 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 mind for depression is to expand it to no i always fuck up uh i mm-hmm. everything i do is fucked up it, it has to expand to you it's the opposite of compartmentalizing it's it's yeah. like no this applies to everything that's when you get really in the hole of like that's when you get to suicide mentality mm-hmm. that's how you get there it's the lens and, that you view everything through at that point yeah and that's 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 where you doom things that's where you that's where you that's where you are doomed because you can't think of it as like maybe tomorrow i won't fuck up or maybe tomorrow i'll do better on this or whatever that's out the window that's yep. when that's i mean that's when it's logical to if you really feel that way of course you're gonna do the thing that that's what people do at that moment uh and uh, climate change has that I'm thinking of this comparison like what like what you guys are saying it's like you know these different things that are going wrong in in your life or just with the environment or everything and just kind of blowing it up to like no everything is fucked that's what it really feels like mm-hmm. and that's why you know it really it really is kind of a, a depressing uh mind state and mm-hmm. you know it, it, it lends itself not just to to the, the nihilism too but also the hedonism because yeah you know not to get into my spirituality bag, but like, you know, oh, let's go. <laughs> but like, you know, like what I say of like, you know, they make all these addictive pleasures very cheap and they make things that you need expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that promotes hedonism. And also, if you think that the world is going to fucking end, that's the perfect mentality to be like a fucking hedonistic type of person. Of course yeah. it is. Because you're like, bro, there is not, you know, like a uh, YOLO, you only live one or like uh, tomorrow is not promised or whatever. You know, that type of mentality is like all right if if i don't know if i'm gonna live tomorrow i might as well fucking live it up right now uh there's no way to to think in the long term of like i need to set foundations and and discipline and and uh you know good 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 bedrocks for my life because the only reason you do that is because if there's a future and if there is no future then fuck all that shit why would you You might as well just bug out and do whatever the fuck you want uh so that it's twofold there where i feel like it it it, it, it aids in the uh, what we're seeing of like people just kind of like consumers and just kind of numbing shit out and just, you know, circulating money in this fucking made up economy while the things they really need, like housing or education or healthcare or anything that's like real of substance or family, that shit is out of reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it just it just justifies all of it. It's like, yeah, of course. Uh, who cares if you can't afford a family or a house or whatever? Yeah, it's not, not going to be here any anymore. They're going to. It's not. There's going to be a flooded uh, world like Noah's Ark <laughs> in 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 a couple decades. So it's it does a lot of things psychologically. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is probably an obvious point that we're that we're making, but it's true. I mean, it's it's fucking it's powerful. It's very. I mean, powerful. it's an obvious point once you think about it, or once it's you know told to you. But when you're in the workings of the machine, it's really hard to oh, yeah. see the way that it's you know framing your thought. Um, oh, yeah. And so it is helpful to point this kind of stuff out sometimes and to discuss it frankly and honestly in a way of, you know, like actually engaging with the topic rather than just like we could have just been like, oh, yeah, climate change is bullshit. Uh, if you <laughs> believe that, fucking you're a sheep, that's stupid or whatever, you know, right off the bat. Because like right. functionally, right, that would be all right because it's dismissing the framework that they're using and it's dismissing by doing that, you're t- taking away some of its power. But at the same time, it's useful to like, be able to engage with this stuff in a in an honest way and in a very um, you know actually good natured way um, and earnest way because then it can show that people who maybe are still caught in this framework of thinking can say well you know what actually yeah this is kind of the same kind of things I'm thinking um, or it also just kind of helps to clarify stuff yeah and it, it's like that contemplative rest point that we had talked about on a bonus of like if you're mm-hmm. in the grind and you're doing like multiple quarter jobs or whatever you have to stay afloat or whatever you got no time to think about any of this shit so you're just you're just reacting and you're like just going through your grind you don't have time to think and then you just see these headlines of like yeah the world's gonna end soon and you're like well fuck yeah i guess it is i guess it doesn't matter that i don't have any savings or any like future prospects or whatever what does it matter anyways like that's of course of course you're gonna think that so that's uh and and you're not you're not gonna have time to think like wait why do i think this 
or why why like why is this in my my news right now what you know what are they trying are they trying to frame something in my head like you don't have any time to think about any of that uh we we do obviously because we're we're talking on a podcast but like but yeah I, I guess in that sense it is worth talking about for people who maybe don't have the time to think about it but but yeah i don't think the fucking world's gonna end in fucking 10 or 20 well and also <laughs> i would do i've been thinking about this lately right because i've been getting obviously like more into christianity and one of the things that i've been struggling with with uh christianity and western thought is mm. like linear time like we're mm-hmm. waiting, you know, and I think I'm just being intellectually honest here by just being like, there's parts of this that just still I'm having a fucking hard time with. Right. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea that we're building towards like the end of the story. Right. Um, like Christ is going to come back. We're going to fucking bookend this shit. Um, I don't really click with that that much. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 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 just I'm re- grappling with it. Right. And I think that's part of the process. Right. Uh, it, this is such a funny example, climate change. It's such a funny example of the shit we talk about, about how like, like a lot of shit within leftism is so obviously informed by Christian thought because it's like baked (laughs) into Mm -hmm. Western civilization. And like the way people talk about the consequences of climate change is very structured this way, as opposed to like, yeah, climate change could be like Ragnarok and like, it's the end of a, an era and 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 then kind of we will enter into a new paradigm you know i mean fucking cali yuga dude we're going back to the fucking schizo post let's go <laughs> um I, I like it what people are talking about this like end of the world it's like it's the end of a kind of world even in the worst case scenario right but like the idea that it's like extinction i mean i don't even know that that's really even a coherent point to make if, if someone like puts your feet to the fire and makes you really expand on that, if you're trying to make the argument that it's like the absolute end extinction of mankind and all of that, um, it's like, no, it's like it's the end of like getting shit shipped to my house uh, <laughs> in an afternoon and like having access to cheap energy. And I, de- I definitely uh, saying that I want to be careful. I don't want to act like it's not just going to be the end of like an indulgent era like it's gonna fucking hurt in in a worst case scenario in in many ways it i'm talking about it in a really uh singular way again it's easy to follow mm-hmm. but but yeah i mean you guys just get what i'm saying like it's um yeah it's it's fucking it's eschaton dude it's the fucking end of the fucking world it's the apocalypse it's not and framing it that way is so interesting and i feel like it's like it's a way of telling on yourself a little bit you know when people do that it's yeah funny. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the the book of Revelations. It's uh, you know, it's it's the highest stakes uh, possible. Um, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, and all the people that recycled are going to get raptured uh, right before the sea levels rise enough to drown us all. I don't know. Like, what does it even fucking look like? What does all of us dying in the world ending even look like to these fucking people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, they 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 point out the Kylie Jenner, um, the Kylie Kardashian, or or the Obama buying beachfront property. They point all that stuff out, like she's taking fifteen minute jet flights or whatever, as like hypocrisy or like, oh, we have to eat these fucking paper straws that are dissolving in my mouth, but you you can fucking do that shit. Uh, while you pretend to care about climate change or whatever i don't think they're fucking hypocrites i i don't think that i don't think the elites are incompetent i don't i don't buy that argument that a lot of people say from the right or whatever i don't think that i think they fucking know that it's 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 a psyop of course they know and i think because they know that's why they operate of like you know this shit is not is not this shit is not that big of it's not gonna affect me yeah. uh you know in any way uh i will i will say though taking a fucking like 15 minute long plane flight is bad like you yeah, shouldn't I mean, do that oh hell, yeah. The fuck hell yeah like like that that is bad emissions wise and and like even even then like that's just like that it, it, the, the, the probably the biggest issue is just like the allocation of resources there and, and mean, it's in its use like that's the, that's bad the way that it just completely unroots us from the natural world around us. Like, I think that we move and we live at a pace that's like way too fast and way too out of touch with our physical surroundings uh, and, and like with the life around us. Like, I think that even like the way that we, that we, you have to drive to get to a grocery store in most cases, you know, if you're not living like in the densely populated city, or you have to, you know, all these things, you, you're not actually engaging with the, 
content of the physical world around you when you're just driving on a concrete slab looking at a concrete wall next to you and a car in front of you uh, and the same blue sky that's basically unchanging the whole time you're not getting to actually engage with the peoples and the fauna and the flora that are around you and i think that's a very important part of life and a very important part of stewardship and where it begins and i think that moving to a place where it's like oh well, we can just like zap ourselves to this other place real quick i don't think that's like i just don't think that's a healthy way of engaging with the physical world bro i i've been think i was thinking about this recently because girlfriend and i went east of the mountains uh recently mm-hmm. and uh and it's funny because she's heard me fucking give this whole shtick like a billion times uh, and it's like, dude, all right, you could drive. All right. We're, we're driving east of the mountains. We're going to go over this huge, we're going over the fucking cascades, uh, uh, this huge fucking mountain pass, right? You could drive an equivalent distance on flat lands and like, it would not take the same energy out of you. Oh, right? yeah. Like it's like, and, and you could obviously also just say like, it's a little bit stressful. You know, you can see how high up you are. You're making a lot of twists and turns going around these corners and, and stuff like that. Um, but also just like, I like really insist, like there is something awesome about in the true sense of the word about fucking driving over a fucking mountain, dude. Yeah. And like that weighs on you. It's like, mm-hmm. it's powerful. You know what I mean? And, uh, and yeah, I mean, we only had a drive that was, it was like less than three hours. And, um, and it, we were exhausted after because mm-hmm. it's just, cause it's like, it's just a lot, man. Like fucking, this is the kind of shit where like a hundred years ago, people would have fucking, well, maybe a little over a hundred years ago, over a hundred years ago. Like this is something that would claim people's lives mm-hmm. easily. You know what I mean? It's like the biggest journey someone would take in their life. Um, yeah, I, I think like, I think that space in this way has something uh, innate to it that, that I don't think is that is I don't think is actually genuinely warped by like technology seemingly making it shorter and shorter in distance. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think that speaks to the power of it and like also why there's a reverence that needs to be paid to it uh, and the way why it deserves like actually soaking in and taking taking um, because of the fact that like even if you try to skirt it, you try to cut the corners, you try to beat you know matter in the way that nature is designed you are ultimately not really going to be able to because the effects remain the same yeah it's just so like these types of modes of like fast consumption of fast travel fast communication etc i think just kind of take away the a lot of the spirit of life um and also like the just kind of the rootedness of it um you know as we you know, drive by the same patch of grass every single day or, you know, a little prairie land or a little creek bed that we're just driving over on our car, you know, heading from one parking lot to another parking lot, just driving across on some asphalt. You're not really taking in the natural fauna that's there. You're not going to be, if you're taking a footpath, perhaps, uh, if you're living in a place that's a little bit smaller, you might run into uh, your neighbors, you might run into other locals in the area, you might have a discussion with them, you might even discuss the local fauna or flora with them that you're passing, and it's going to root you more to place, and when you're more rooted to place, you're going to be more interested in actually taking care of that place, um, and actually partaking in the activities of that place, and looking out for the people in that place as well. And I obviously, we just don't have a good sense of that anymore, and I don't think it's solely because of planes, right, or whatever, um, but I do think that that that's kind of just one leg of it and also i just don't think it's healthy riding in planes <laughs> wait, dude, wait wait are, are you are you thing. are you radiation pilled yeah i mean dude you're getting like what 17 to 20 chest x-rays or some shit every time you fly in a plane yeah so it's sure. like that's not very healthy you're doing that for 17 minutes what the fuck are you doing why are you radiation doing that? yeah, yeah radiation. You, get, you get hella radiation that high up really yeah, yeah, we don't. The, the atmosphere. Yeah, it's kind of just one of these things we don't talk about anymore. Kind of like oh, yeah. how people used to talk about that with regards to like phones and shit. Yes, dude. Thank and now you. people oh, just yeah. don't do that anymore at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was any resolution. Like maybe there microwaves or yeah. you know, anything like that. Like all of this shit that we put out there. What they do is they do the same shit that like the 
you know, the safe water agencies do or whatever, where they find like they establish some quote unquote technically safe minimum part per million or whatever of X thing or technically safe level of exposure. And they'll be like, like oh, they well, gasoline. Yeah, yeah, with any or lead or fucking whatever. And they'll be like, all right, well, this is actually in, uh, this is below, so don't even worry about it. But it's like, uh, with stuff like radiation and with stuff like uh, just various types of like waves and things that are electromagnetic that we don't really see, the types of consequences that they can call like change and the things that they can cause are things that we can't really see well immediately either. Um, and so like having, you know, a shorter span of time to say, well, this is the dangerous level of it or whatever, you're not going to actually be able to see what's truly dangerous and what's not. And so the repercussions are going to start coming up later and later. And now we're finding cancer cells and clusters around certain types of phone towers, etc. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't think it's safe probably just generally. I mean, you can fly in planes, you can do whatever you want to do. You're probably going to be fine. You know, I don't think most of the shit that we're doing is very safe, but. I mean, honestly, I'll just say I just want to go see places. And so yeah. that's like worth it. I to mean, me. I fly in planes. Fuck it, dude. I'm just saying, <laughs> fly- it's probably not safe. <laughs> yeah. But but I think I think I think it is. It is true. I actually know somebody who doesn't fly in planes for this reason. Mm. Um, really? Yeah, it's kind wow. of funny. But, uh, I saw this take on Twitter. I don't know if I saw COH's take or I saw somebody else was like, people should, yo, I think it was COH. Was yeah, like, I was saying people should not be flying planes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I <laughs> I guess I guess I'm not as like based in Kaczynski pilled on that. I mean, I didn't know about the radiation thing. That's pretty wild. I mean, maybe it has something to do with uh, the, the exploding rates of, of cancer or whatever. Uh, but, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not as like, cause I'm not anti, I'm not very anti-tech. I mean, we don't talk about it much, but like, I'm not as anti-tech. Cause like, I mean, this is trade-offs, you know what I mean? And it's just like, sure. For, there's, there's, and this, like what you were saying of like, you know, you fly, you know, I flew across the world or whatever to the other side of the planet. And like, I just missed all the ocean and all the fucking terrain that was below me. I just missed that shit. It might've shown up on the screen on my, uh, mm-hmm. in front of me, but I'm completely detached from that. And, you know, before you used to have to fucking see all that shit. And, you know, who knows what that does psychologically of like remembering your place in the universe, you know, however you want to frame that spiritually or not spiritually, like, totally. you know, there's, it's, I think that's kind of what you guys are, what you guys mm-hmm. are talking about. And like, uh, but look, I mean, the, the, the thing is, I mean, aside from the fact that we can't reverse this this whole transition uh technologically globally or whatever i mean you know i mean it's a trade-off yeah we could go luddite pilled or whatever i mean like you know there's there's like i i think of things as like a trade-off you know what i mean like there's there's the downsides and the consequences we have to deal with uh but i don't think it's like for no positive benefit i mean yeah no of course not i mean i I think it's obviously like it's a balancing act of course right it's like i don't i don't think that the world feasibly could go back to like what you said luddite pilled or whatever or that it should like i don't i don't think that we should throw away useful advances in technology but i think that we should check them right where they right 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 we should be aware of we have no we it's happening at a rate that's so fast that other generations used to have time to adjust to and we Mm -hmm. have no time to adjust to Mm -hmm. and we should be very aware as much as we can i mean we can't obviously because we're there's limits to what we can understand about Mm -hmm. ourselves but like whatever we can we should be vigilant about how this is affecting us like mentally and everything uh because there's obviously some crazy changes going on that we can't even put words to and vigilant Uh, about why technologies are being created like what is the purpose of certain technologies why are we what's driving them being uh in our lives and is that a net good for the way that we're living for humanity uh is that a net good for our community and our society and if not then what is it a net good for one individual um that's probably something that should be checked you know stuff like that there's ways to view this in a way that's not completely all one thing or another yeah like wants and needs like is it is it again with the consumers thing like is it is it tech being developed to you know, give you like a, an extra, you know, Funko Pop AR augmented reality doll in your room or whatever. Like, is it, is it that (laughs) demand that's being met that's driving the innovation or is it something that like, I don't know, actually helps people or like helps people with illnesses or disabilities or, uh, you know, uh, makes food more accessible. Like we'd probably all be dead if it weren't for like a lot of technological advances, obviously that goes without saying. Uh, but you know, it's, 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 
yeah what what's driving the uh the demand for certain innovations i think that's definitely something that people should be wary about for sure mm-hmm. and like you know we're just we're on the back heel. We're constantly on the fucking back heel. I mean, dude, who knows what the fuck all this internet shit has done to us, like, collectively. Oh, terrible. Who terrible. the fuck knows, bro? It's, it's, yeah, I mean, they'll probably study it and find out, but I mean, we're, we're, dude, we're the experiment. you can see the degeneration happening just with, like, oh fucking looking at generations, bro. Like, looking at Gen X people compared to even, like, people before Gen X and even looking at millennials. Dude, just looking at people just based on how much time they spend online or what types of apps mm-hmm. they're using. I mean, also, fuck, bro. You can see it happening in real time. You don't need to do studies. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know oh, what yeah. one of the funniest things about all of this is, is that, like, is that, like, a huge okay obviously there's exceptions there's like people out there just like actually still just like living good normal lifestyles in spite of everything mm-hmm. never discount that but i'm just going to talk in generalizations everyone else everybody is just like is just completely addicted to their fucking screens and lives these fucking shut-in lives and the funny thing is is like none of us are honest with nobody's honest about it you know i mean i guess there are people that that are that 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 i guess kind of do the same thing as like just celebrating their mental illness and shit like that but like especially the last couple of years like it's a fucking like society of screen addicted shut-ins All right, that was part one of our episode. If you'd like to listen to part two, you can find that at patreon.com slash fedpost. Thanks for listening.